Hey there, thanks for tuning in. I'm Jeremy Dobrush, and this is The Procast, brought to you by Proscenium Events in New York City. It's a podcast about corporate events. Now, each episode, we usually take a bite-sized look at how to make these corporate events, conferences, programs, shows even more effective and impactful. This episode, we're doing something a little different. We're taking a look back at our second season, because each episode, we talk to people who offer up actionable takeaways to make our events more impactful. And then at the end of the season, we do a wrap-up of the best of the best takeaways. It wasn't easy to pick just one soundbite from each guest. And, you know, is listening to this recap just as good as listening to the episodes? Well, no. No, it is not. But maybe it'll give you a good idea or two. Or maybe you'll hear something that'll make you want to go and listen to a particular episode. That would make us very happy indeed. So, intrigued? Want some ideas on how to make your live corporate events even better? Then stand by for Q1 of the Procast. And Q1, let's go. All right. I am here with, well, me. It's, it's just me today. Me and some voices from season two. And we started our second season talking with two of the top DJs in the live event space, DJ Aaron Smalls and William Lifestyle. They made a really compelling case for how much DJs can add to an event, making me never really want to use a playlist again. Aaron talked about how DJs can manage energy in a room way better than a band or a playlist. Is a corporate setup. All right, I know how to control and manage and change the energy and really move this party along so that it is, it is hitting the 50-year-old woman in the back or the new hire that's 20-something in the front. And then William made a great point about how DJs can be brought into conversations early and think of things that other people just might not. It's the ability to go beyond the music, and that's from like engagement, doing crowd response moments, and also from talking with the event that you're partaking with. There's times when us working with Presenium, there's certain things that... It's like, oh, what do you think about this? Then you really get to put in your own personal touch onto the event. Being put by the bar versus being put away from the bar. Having suggestions and conversations like that. In our next episode, we talk to two legends of the motivational speaker circuit, Dan Thurman and Josh Sundquist. Josh made a great point about how impactful it is when he personalizes parts of his presentation and how important it is that he have a sense of the individual feel for each conference. I can start referencing specific things that have been said in previous sessions or like, you know, like Jim said yesterday or referring specifically to their culture or making inside jokes about other things that have happened at the conference. You're like, that's when people sit up and they're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is, wow. This is for us. This is for us personally, right? It's instead of watching a movie, it's like having a conversation with an actual human. So to me, I just want to know everything I possibly can. And then Dan talked about just how much of an impact he can have on the audience. I have one opportunity with that audience who I will probably never see again. And so when, it, when a meeting planner says to me, I want you to give us action items and tips that we can use immediately after the program, we can apply. And they always want that takeaway value, which is important. And my, my programs have that, but I see it much deeper. Like it's not transactional for me, it's transformational. Next up was learning and development expert Matt Elwell. Now, I'll be honest, I was afraid this episode was going to be kind of tedious. Not because of Matt, but 
just the subject matter. But Matt had so many great ideas about how to make sure your event is actually having the impact you want it to have. For example, he talked about how important it is to tie your breakouts to the general session and up their game in order to increase learning and retention. What I saw was really glitzy opening general session that just amazed everybody, got everyone on their feet. They're all screaming and hollering. And then really amazing closing general session with amazing keynote speaker and all the trimmings. And then probably also a really expensive awards night to celebrate the people who won awards. In between all that is what I call dreaded day two, which is (laughs) the learning and development day. And learning and development day is the day where we don't use the production company. We don't use all the things we know make people pay attention. We put up a PowerPoint rig with Hotel AV and we have everybody sit at tables and listen for a day. And we wonder why nothing changes. Our next episode of season two was another doubleheader featuring two incredible event hosts. Mario Armstrong, and JB. JB talked about how important it is to have a clear goal for your event. What is the ultimate reason, right? Underneath, we have a show every year. We get together, we collect it, we have a keynote, we say this is where we're at, this is what we're going to do. But what's the actual goal? When somebody leaves that room or leaves the stream, what is their take? What do you want them to feel? And Mario talked about what a difference having a professional host can make. It's really trying to embrace a larger picture of who to think of when you want to think of a host. But it's really, to me, it's someone that can listen well, someone that is willing to do the research and has proven experience in live. Uh, I think that, to me, is are the reasons why you need a host, because when you don't have it, you don't know what you missed. But when you have it, uh-huh, it's night and day. I gotta say, these guys were compelling and really made me want to push for having a host whenever possible and appropriate. Our next guest was lighting designer Howard Werner. Now, Howard's a wizard with light. This is behind-the-scenes Bethany breaking in with a fact check. Howard is not technically speaking an actual wizard, but he did work on the projections for the Broadway musical Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark with music by Bono and The Edge. He and Jeremy talk about that in their episode, so that's pretty cool. And Howard explained how important it is for the various technical elements to play together in order to get the balance exactly right. These days, most of the scenery are video screens, but the person that's on the stage needs to look good also. One of the pitfalls that I see a lot is either video imagery that is largely white or largely black. When a stage is very close to a video surface, especially an LED surface, and that person is standing, let's say, 10 feet in front of that largely white surface, what the camera sees is a lot of white light in the background. could be very difficult for the engineer and the lighting designer to make that look good. In our next episode, I talked with one of Proscenium's art directors, Christian Bayonet, about collaboration and finding the line of how far a graphic designer can go when exploring a brand's visual identity. Everyone has to look out and be open to new design trends. I think this is where trusting a designer really comes in hand. But this is that leads me to a mistake that I think is made sometimes that of not trusting their designer's expertise and their ideas, and their creative approach to certain ideas. For our penultimate episode, we got technical again with audio engineer John Williams, who offered a super practical piece of advice about what to tell a mic'd up presenter about how loudly they need to speak. I say, you get us to the front row 
with the volume of your natural voice, and we'll take it from there, and everything will be wonderful. If you can speak loud enough from downstage center, and the person in the front row can hear you loud and clear, we're golden. And the same thing, of course, even more challenging at times are panel discussions because you're surrounded by a group of peers, you're next to each other, so you don't really need to speak up. Nobody really speaks up when they're two or three feet away from another person. It's not natural. But as a sound engineer, I still need you to do that. And then the last episode of the season was a real treat. I got to sit down with author and the subject of the Bathtubs Over Broadway documentary, Steve Young. Steve knows all there is to know about the golden age of industrial musicals when corporations would spend lavish budgets to create fully realized original musicals about their brand. And I want our last clip to be something motivational. These folks said, we cannot, we will not, do mediocre work just because it's some corporate gig that might only be heard once by 300 people. I loved that these people said, we have only one setting. And yes, we want to be well paid and get another convention next year. But here we are right now, and we're going to make this as good as it can be. And I thought anybody who does creative work in a difficult environment of a lot of rejection, like at a TV show, or I'm sure what you guys are doing, clients that change their minds all the time, riding that line of caring enough to keep doing your best work all the time and not getting crushed by the twists and turns of it. That was very inspiring to me. It was a real thrill getting to talk with all our guests about how to make live corporate events more impactful. I do hope you'll go back and listen to any of the episodes that sounded intriguing to you. Now, repeat listeners of the show will know that I usually sign off with more or less the same outro. So for this episode, we decided to let AI Jeremy read us out. Hope you enjoy. But look, I could talk about this stuff all day. And if you want to talk to us about any of the topics from season two, just go to proscenium.com and drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Because at Proscenium, we help presenters do their best in front of their most important audiences. As we like to say, we help brands perform, and I have a sneaking suspicion we can help your brand perform. If you like the Procast, you can listen to it at proscenium.com or get it anywhere you get your other podcasts. Now, today's show was hosted by me, Jeremy Dobrish. It was produced by Bethany Potter with original music by Maestro Mike Mancini. And hey, you know how at the end of podcasts, they ask you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a good rating? Well, of course, we'd love you to do that so more people hear about the show and so we can hear your thoughts. But look, if you learned a few tips and you want to keep this one just between us, that's cool too. So until next time, stand by to fade the Procast out and Procast out. Let's go. Let's go.